home, happy to take her shoes off. I wish people would curb their dogs. This is Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan.
That was Benny Everett, the Shoop Shoop song. If it's in his kiss, perhaps it's mononucleosis, commonly known as the kissing disease. It's a viral infection, most often the Epstein-Barr virus. It's carried in saliva and is usually spread by kissing, though you can get it from sneezes and coughs also. Personally, I prefer to get it from kissing. Dr. Joyce Brothers reports that before marriage, the average American woman has kissed 79 men, which means that 79 men have kissed Dr. Joyce Brothers. Blackie Crawford had a band called the Western Cherokees. His singer in that band became much more famous. His name was Lefty Frizzell, and he's a big favorite here around the Abernathy building. Blackie and Lefty wrote this song together, and it spent 12 weeks at number one on the country charts. Here's the always punctual Lefty Frizzell. I was late with your kisses. Always late with your kisses. Won't you come to my arms, sweet darling, and stay? Always late with your kisses. Why, oh, why do you want to do me this way? How long do you think I can wait when you know you're always late, always late? With your kisses Why, oh, why do you want to do me this way?
was Lefty Frizzell, I was late with your kisses. There's being late with your kisses, and there's even the worse experience of being left at the altar. That's what happened to Nicole Contos. In 1997, she was due to marry a shipping broker by the name of Tassos Michael. She was at a packed church in Manhattan, and he left her. He didn't even show up, but she went on with the wedding by herself. The wedding cost $65,000, and she wasn't going to waste it. Her friends rallied around her, enjoyed the $175 a plate dinner, and afterwards cheered her on when she danced to the disco hit, I Will Survive. Nicole Contes, a resilient woman. This is Theme Time Radio Hour. We're talking about kissing, which means we're centering on cupidity and not stupidity. Lucinda Williams wrote a song all about passionate kisses. Lucinda's father was a poet and a literature professor, and they traveled extensively when she was a child through Mexico and Chile, as well as the American South. All that travel was good for her because she soaked up a lot of culture. A lot of people know this song because it was a big hit for Mary Chapin Carpenter, a number five smash, and got Lucinda her first of three Grammy Awards. Well, let's listen to Lucinda's version of her 1988 album, his passionate kisses. Should I? 
listening to Kisses here on Theme Time Radio Hour, where we're reminding you that a one-minute kiss burns about 26 calories. Deep, passionate kissing can burn up to 600 calories per hour. If anyone listening needs a workout, I'm available. Billy Boy Arnold was born in 1935 in Chicago, Illinois. And like Betty Everett, he recorded for the BJ record label. But he had his start playing harmonica with Bo Diddley. After a couple of records, though, he struck out on his own. You probably know his song, I Wish You Would. But this one is all about kissing at a particular time. Here's Billy Boy Arnold, Kissing at Midnight. Kissing you, baby.
hear the song of his that was recorded by Tom Jones. The Art of Noise, and a whole bunch of other people. But I've always liked the original. It's a funk record that doesn't have any bass on it. Here's Prince, Kiss. recorded a song called Prince. What to call Gene Simmons and ask him about that. Kiss. Be 
the incredible, outrageous rock group wants you to kiss your face. Introducing Kiss Your Face Makeup, just like the makeup worn by Gene, Paul, Peter, or Ace. Kiss Your Face Makeup has all the equipment you need. Professional makeup, brushes, and cream remover with makeup diagrams so you can look like Gene, look like Paul, look like Peter, or look like Ace. So kiss, kiss, kiss your face, and get your act together. Kiss Your Face Makeup is from Remco. Yeah. One place a lot of people kiss is under the mistletoe. Well, it's an interesting legend. According to Scandinavian myth, the Norse god Balder was the best loved of all the gods. Frigga was his mother, the goddess of love and beauty. She wanted to make sure no harm would ever come to her beloved son. She went through the entire world getting promises from everything that sprang from the four elements that they would not harm her beloved Balder. The evil trickster Loki was able to find the one thing that could harm Balder, and that was mistletoe. He made an arrow from the wood of the mistletoe. To be even crueler, he took the arrow to Balder's blind brother, Hoder. Loki guided Hoder's hand and shot the arrow at Balder's heart. He fell dead, and Frigga's tears changed the red mistletoe berries to white. But the gods gave mercy on Frigga, and Balder was restored to life. Frigga was so grateful that she showed no hatred for the offending mistletoe plant, making it a symbol of love and promising to bestow a kiss upon anyone who passed beneath it. I'm sure some of those kisses happened in the dark. Here's Memphis Minnie, one of the great guitarists and singers, kissing in the dark. Oh 
Memphis Minnie, Kissing in the Dark, written by her husband at the time, Ernest Lawlers, who was known as Little Son Joe. The average person spends 336 hours of their life kissing. It doesn't seem like enough. Another popular kiss was made by Milton Hershey, who was a candy maker in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. In 1894, he started the Hershey Company, and they produce chocolates to this day. In 1907, they produced a flat-bottomed, cone-shaped milk chocolate candy. They gave it the name Kiss because of the sound the machine nozzle made as it squirted out a drop of chocolate. Somehow, I wish I didn't know that. Once before, a man's kiss tasted like that. I got the same taste the first time Grant kissed me. We call it a naked kiss. It's the sign of a pervert. One kind of kiss you definitely want more of is a French kiss. A lot of people think that the French kiss originated in France. Actually, the term became slang in 1923 as a slur to the French. People thought that the French were overly infatuated with sexual matters. As anyone who knows the complete version of the poem that begins, the French they are a funny race, can tell you. In France, there's no such thing as a French kiss. They probably just call it a kiss, just like they call French fries, fries. In French, what it's called, embrasser avec la langue, which means literally to kiss the tongue. Or as some prefer to say, rouler un pelé, which means to roll the blade. Here's a song out of New Orleans, kind of a local hit, but doesn't make a lot of noise anywhere else. I've always enjoyed it though, and I thought this would be a good opportunity to share it with you. It's by a singer named Danny White, this is the closest he ever had to a hit, and it was in 1963. Kiss tomorrow goodbye. Tomorrow was our wedding day, but with my own two eyes. You can kiss tomorrow goodbye Today You really hurt me Within my heart I'll cry My love Born from 
but when the teardrops dry, I'm going to find myself another love, and you can kiss
Connie Francis was a very popular artist who had a very sad life. Her father tried to get her to make a living playing and teaching the accordion. She won a competition at age nine on Arthur Godfrey's talent scouts. Even then, Arthur Godfrey could tell how beautiful her voice was and convinced her to give up the accordion. She recorded a series of singles that went nowhere. She was on her way to a pre-med scholarship at New York University. But first, one last recording session, which included a song that she hated, but her father wanted her to record. She sang it quickly, only doing one take. America fell in love with it, and Who's Sorry Now was the first of her long string of hits. She knew a lot of different languages, recorded her songs in Italian, Hebrew, Spanish, French, German, and Japanese. She starred in the movies where the boys are looking for love and when the boys meet the girls. She retired for a while, but in 1974, her third husband convinced her to go back on the stage. She'd only done four performances when she checked into a motel on Long Island. The motel lock was faulty and she was raped. Her marriage fell apart shortly thereafter. She was bouncing back, but in 1981, her brother was brutally murdered. It was only during therapy for all of these events that she discovered she was manic depressive and had been addicted to pills for maybe as long as 25 years. She sued the hotel she got raped in for negligence and received $2.5 million, which at the time was the largest personal injury settlement in history. It doesn't seem enough for the amount of pain she went through. But that's not how I choose to remember her. Let's remember Connie Francis in happier times with a lighthearted look and marital infidelity. Here she is, lipstick on your collar. You 
Dallas County Francis with a story of trouble told in color on the collar of your shirt. You know how people sign letters with X's that mean little kisses? Well, here's where that came from. Hundreds of years ago, when clergy and priests wrote letters, they would sign their name, then they would add a cross. That's because a cross has many interpretations. But one of the primary meanings is love. So it was nice to sign off a letter with that. About 300 years after that, people who were writing love letters started adopting the cross symbol as shorthand for love. But they rotated it by 45 degrees. So when you take a cross and turn it 45 degrees, you get an X. And they say that this rotation was to imitate the way you turn your head when given a kiss. So the X at the end of a letter became the sign of a kiss. Now it seems like I know a lot about kissing. Here's Don and Phil with a song written by Don. It's from 1959 on the Cadence record label. And if you have to ask Don and Phil who, you're not a regular listener to this show. Here are the Everly Brothers, Till I Kiss You. Never felt like this until I kissed you. How did I exist until I kissed you? Would he see your face for the first time? 
in ancient Rome, couples became betrothed by kissing passionately in front of a group of people. And that's my way of kissing at the end of the modern wedding ceremony. Ah, my little darling, it is love at first sight, is it not? No? Mm-hmm. You're listening to Theme Time Radio Hour. Your home for themes, dreams, and smooching schemes. So pucker up and listen. If you're gonna kiss, people do it different ways in different places. For example, in the Middle East, cheek kissing between a male and female is usually considered inappropriate, unless it's within the same family. Some cultures in the Himalayas don't kiss at all. They know that saliva has a lot of bacteria, and I guess they're afraid of mono. Some cultures in Africa don't kiss on the mouth because they consider it the portal to the soul. So someone who kisses you can take your soul. And in the South Pacific's Trobian Islands, kissing is highly erotic and very aggressive. It begins with gentle hugging and kissing and progresses until you're biting each other's lips and bleeding commences. It concludes with biting off each other's eyelash tips. I know it sounds weird, but it's pretty good. Trust me. Some kisses can get you into trouble, but just as easily, you can use them to make up. Here are the Falcons with a very young Wilson Pickett. Right after he recorded this record with the Falcons, he went off on his solo career. From 1963, on the Atlantic label, let's kiss and make up the Falcons.
team com radio hour let's kiss and make up not to be confused with kiss make up let's take an email i got one here that's perfect for today's show comes to us from lawrence p moore from sheepshead bay long island lawrence writes dear theme time gang i heard through the grapevine that you're doing a show about kissing i could sure use your help my girlfriend says i'm a bad kisser we get along great but i'm afraid this one problem is going to ruin the whole thing please help Anxious in Sheepshead Bay, Long Island. Lawrence P. Moore. Well, Lawrence, kissing is an important part of a relationship, and it's one of those things that you have to be relaxed to do. So the fact that you're getting anxious about it isn't helping you one bit. However, I can give you a few tips. Armed with this knowledge, you'll feel a little more confident and be able to set things right. First of all, make sure your lips are moist. Run your tongue over your lips once before you kiss her. No one wants to kiss sandpaper. Staying close to your partner. You don't want her to have to reach too far. Tilt your head slightly to one side. Close your eyes just before your lips meet. Just close them. Some people like to leave their eyes open during a kiss. But until you understand your partner's preference, better to play it safe and close your eyes. Open your lips slightly. Not like you're going to swallow her whole head. Just a little bit, and don't hold your breath. Breathe through your nose. Press your partner's lips gently. Move your lips in a slow, circular motion. Be gentle, but firm. And finally, and I can't stress this enough, have a pocket full of mints. There's no underestimating the attractiveness of good breath. Good luck, and happy kissing. I hope that it won't be long until you hear your girl say, Baby, let me kiss you just one more time. Hey, that sounds like a song, Q. Why, golly, it is. Here's Roy Head and the traits. Well, now, baby, let me kiss you just one more time.
Straits. And baby, let me kiss you just one more time. Everybody talks about how great Kyle Bell's are on records, but they forget about how good a tambourine can sound. That record will remind you. Roy was only 16 years old when he recorded that. It was his first record and was in the top 10 locally. And by locally, I mean Three Rivers, Texas, which is where Roy is from. You all know Roy from his big hit, Treat It Right. And he's still out there performing. I saw him two years ago at the Ponderosa Stomp, and he tore the place up. We're getting up near the end of the show. Almost time for our kiss goodnight. Jerry not only sees Margaret home, but opens the door for her. And then... Well, they've been going steady for some time now, and there are some customs that are very enjoyable. But now Frank has a new problem. Should he try on a first date? He sees her to her door and thanks her for having gone out with him. No, he should not try to kiss her goodnight on a first date. But he does ask her for another date soon. We got time for a couple more songs. Here's a song written by a guy who's got the best hair in show business. If you don't believe me, Google him right now. The writer's name was Wayne Cochran. We'll tell you about him on the other side of the song. But first I want to tell you about the guy who sang it. J. Frank Wilson had only one hit. He was the vocalist with a band called the Cavaliers, who played around local Texas clubs. This record came out and became a huge hit. Unfortunately, J. Frank Wilson didn't know how to deal with it. He thought he was a superstar. He filled himself up with sex and booze and stayed up night and day. It was so bad that the band left him behind after just a few shows. He never had another hit. He died before his 50th birthday, an alcoholic alone in a nursing home. The song, however, had a longer life. Pearl Jam recorded it in 1999, and it became their biggest chart hit, going all the way up to number two. One of the saddest songs in pop history. Last Kiss, J. Frank Wilson. Well, where, oh, where can my baby 
Wilson, Last Kiss, written by the man with the platinum pompadour, Wayne Cochran. Let me tell you how the song was written. On December 22nd, 1962, 16-year-old Janet Clark was out on a date. She was with a group of friends in a Chevrolet on Highway 341. The car collided with a trailer truck. Janet, the driver, and another teenager were killed. Two other kids in the car had serious injuries. It was a terribly gory accident. So bad, in fact, that a local gas station attendant who helped in recovery of the bodies did not recognize his own daughter. Fifteen miles away, Wayne Cochran was paying $20 a month rent for an old shack. He saw many accidents on the Institute Highway, so many that he started writing a song about them, but he could never finish it. The death of Janet Clark was a horrible inspiration for him to finish that song. He called it Last Kiss. Wayne went on to have a career as a dynamic rhythm and blues performer, but eventually he left it all behind to join the clergy preaching in Miami. Well, we can't end the show with such a sad kiss. So let's listen to one of the masters, the fountainhead from which all music flows, Louis Armstrong, and a song that was a centerpiece from his live performances in the later period of his life. This is a version he recorded in 1951 with a kiss to build the dream on. Give me a kiss to build a dream on In my imagination We'll drive upon that kiss Sweetheart, I ask no more than this A kiss the bell a dream on Give me a kiss before you leave me And my imagination will feed my hungry heart Leave me one thing before we part a kiss the bell a dream on When I'm alone With my fancies I'll be with you Weaving romances Making believe they're true Oh, give me your lips for just a moment And my imagination Will make that moment live mm, Give me what you alone can give A kiss to build a dream on Making believe they're true Oh, 
lips for just a moment And my imagination will make that moment live Oh, give me what you alone can give I kiss the pill I dream of That was Louis Armstrong from the movie The Strip and I kissed the bill to dream on. If that song sounds familiar, maybe you recognize it from the movie Sleepless in Seattle. Before we go, I want to share some words with you written by Robert Burns. It's called To a Kiss. Human seal of soft affections, tenderest pledge of future bliss, dearest tie of young connections, love first snowdrop virgin kiss. Speak in silence, dumb confession, passion's birth and infant's play. Love like fondness, task concession, glowing dawn of brighter day. Sawing joy, a dew's last action, lingering lips no more to join. What words can ever speak affection, thrilling and sincere as thine? Robert Burns, Kissable Poet. Here's a notice from civil defense in case of a nuclear attack. You crawl under a heavy desk, draw your knees up to your ears, bend your head between your legs, take a deep breath and kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and I'm going to leave you with the words of Albert Einstein. Albert said, any man who can drive safely while kissing a pretty girl is simply not giving the kiss the attention it deserves. I agree with you totally. We'll see you next week. Go kiss someone you love. Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky and the associate producer is Anita Fitzgerald. Continuity is by Eats Martin and the editor is Damian Rodriguez. The supervising editor is Rob McCumber. The research team is Ian Lapson and Bernie Bernstein with additional research courtesy of Lynn Sharon, April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Turns, Michael Sean Patrick, and Matthew Meltzer. Robert Bauer was the librarian and the production coordinator was Debbie Sweeney. Special thanks go out to Randy Azrati, Coco Shinomiya, Samson Steiner, and Lee Abrams. Tex Carbon was our director of studio operations. Recorded in Studio B of the historic Abernathy building, built in 1848. It's a great water park production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking.